Hey guys, and welcome to episode 13 of the Revive Yourself podcast. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Have you got a health issue that just won't go away no matter what you try? Then welcome to the Revive Yourself podcast, where we reveal the secrets to long-lasting health by getting to the root cause of problems that no one else is talking about. So you can have more energy, clear skin, healthier hair, a leaner physique, more confidence, and most importantly, do the things you love and live the life you deserve. Here's your host, Ryan Martin. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 13 of the Revive Yourself with Ryan Martin podcast. Last week's episode with Terry Tillard was a classic, and we've been getting loads of messages through on that one. So, I mean, I know that it really did open, your, open people's eyes to a lot of things they didn't know about, which is brilliant. This was what we all, all want, and hopefully it's given the power back to you and the confidence that your health does actually lie in your hands, which is exactly what we want. And today's guest, uh, Dr. Jessica Petros, is uh, another, uh, it's going to be another inspiring story to Jessica. Um, I was going to say Dr. Jessica. Jessica was, well, she is an MD and she did complete her medical um, practicing and medical exams. And she was a doctor for a long time in a medical setup. But she got ill and went through her own problems and it led to her now treating people holistically, um, treating people with the Gerson, well, Gerson therapy amongst other things. So I'm not going to go too much into it. I want to get straight into the interview with Jessica herself. So without further ado, guys, here she is and I'll see you on the other side. Here we are. Welcome to another episode of Revive Yourself. Today's guest is Dr. Jessica Petros, all the way from Portland in the USA. I've been really keen to get Jessica on the show. Um, I've actually been back and forth with her for about three. I think, I think it was actually before Christmas. <laughs> I think so, right? Yeah. I apologize. That's yeah. all right. No, it's, it's okay because the reason I want to get Jessica on was because she's got a very, very interesting story. Um, and it's a story that a lot of doc, well, more and more, I'd say probably doctors are taking, but some mm-hmm. because of, um, financial reasons, probably, and maybe just being scared to do it, they don't do, it, even though their eyes are being opened. So welcome just to, to the show. Um, how thank you, you so much. That's all right. How are you feeling today? I feel great. Thanks for having me on. No worries. So just, um, Sorry, I'll say Jessica. Jess, um, um, <laughs> she just Jessica um, actually has got an M- MD uh, in internal medicine, and she's actually gone from that into being a holistic doctor. So um, you you had your medical school it was in Kentucky, is that correct? That's correct at the University of Louisville. Yes, yeah. and yes, then you was. did your internal medicine res- residency. Um, and you said you did a lot of work for big pharma and research studies in big pharma. What was that like? Yes. Um, well, you know, it's kind of built into a lot of residency programs. They have you do a lot of research projects prior to graduation and things like that. And I was fully sold on the pharmaceutical side of things. I mean, for seven years, I was a hospitalist um, in the hospital, which means that uh, right after internal medicine residency, um, you go straight into a seven day on, seven day off type of um 
work set up and you admit anything from the emergency department that doesn't require surgery. So I was well versed in a lot of very serious, um, a multitude, a multitude of different disease states and conditions. Um, and all that we were taught throughout medical school residency and then into the hospital world was how to use pharmaceuticals. So, um, <laughs> I still can tell you anything you didn't need to know about pharmaceuticals, but what I saw from the hospital, uh, my hospital story was, um, not exactly what I signed up for when I went to try and go heal people. Yeah. And what, um, and what year was it that you actually, uh, started to work in hospital? It was 2009. 2009. 2009, yes. Okay, because in your videos, um, I've actually, so Jessica has a, a website, um, you've actually got two, but your main one um, is for you, for yourself, I just was just on it a minute ago, uh, Jessica, <laughs> uh, Jessica, what is it, Dr. Dr. Jess, is that right, dot com? Yes, yeah, yes, Dr. that's, Dr. that's, that's my... Yes, that's my alter ego. Yes. Yes, your alter ego. That's fine. No, because I was, I was watching a few, few Jessica's videos, and of you guys go and uh, take a look at her website and look at the videos she does. She's got quite uh, a good following on YouTube as well. She's got a good YouTube channel. But in one of the videos, you said, um, "quote unquote," to sort of like paraphrase you. Although the system, um, this is talking about the, the medical system here. Mm-hmm. Although the system is respected, there are a lot of mistakes and oversights, and money is exchanged behind closed doors. What do you mean by that? Well, if you, you know, it's not, the public, the public is not privy to this exchange of money. And even doctors mostly are not. You really have to dig behind the scenes to see um, the conflicts of interest. And one of the things that hit me the most was that the medical schools get paid by the pharmaceutical companies forever to teach a certain curriculum. And this is... Um, there are hints of this shown throughout medical school. The students and the residents are, are keen to look for these things. For example, my internal medicine uh, board review book written by Harrison's with Harrison, which is one of the most famous um, board review books for internal medicine was written by Bayer pharmacy. I mean, they helped edit and write it. It's their, their stamp of approval is on the first page when you open the book up and wow. not just that, but you know, British medical journal, um, JAMA, all those different famous journals have money exchanged from big pharmaceuticals behind the scenes. Um, and it wasn't too long ago that those same journals had, um, tobacco companies and agricultural companies paying for ads. So it's, it's very, they're all in bed with each other. It's very intertwined. It's very covert and behind the scenes. So someone really has to kind of be searching for it or, um, know about it, or they can really be, have the wool pulled over their eyes. You really can. Yeah. I mean that what you just said there, I don't think many people will actually realize that that really is the, the fox guard in the hen house really, because if, <laughs> if you've got a pharmaceutical company writing your internal medicine book that you're going to study, wouldn't it just suggest that everything they're going to tell you to do would be in their interest? Absolutely. I mean, I, I'm sure you can guess what most of the correct answers, quote unquote, were with those board review questions. And they were pharmaceutical drugs before anything else, which is always what we've been taught is superior to anything else. Yeah. And and for someone looking, I mean, this is why um, people will say, well, these studies show, it's, and it could be any topic, and a study comes up and people say, well, I've read this latest study. And, and I always say, well, 
who who did who who performed the study and who was exactly. it funded and who is it funded by and sometimes people go oh you're one of them you're a quack I'm like no I'm being serious who if 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 a pharmaceutical company's um paying for the study what mm-hmm. what results do they want I mean they they want the mm-hmm. results that that's going to make them the most money correct Exactly. And then we just have another story break just this past week about how supposedly the EPA colluded with Monsanto to say that their Roundup did not cause cancer. So, I mean, every, you know, you have the head of the FDA, Michael Taylor, who also worked for Monsanto. So, I mean, there's just blatant conflicts of interest throughout the healthcare pharmaceutical world. And, you know, when they do the studies, they say, oh, this drug is you know, work this way and cured or you're fixed this, whatever they say. But, you know, what other options are there? Are we investigating all the other options? That's yeah. my question. Yeah, I mean, obviously you are now and we are. It usually takes, I'd say, I'll just a couple more points on it just because before we go into that, because like myself, you actually went through your own health issues actually you said, as you said, we needed your eyes ripping open. Um, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, that's generally what it takes people to get into this world, unless they've got probably a family member in it. It usually takes someone going through a whole host of health issues and then going down the traditional route, mm-hmm. which I did. I put you probably did as well. And then it not actually working mm-hmm. and you're looking for other things. But you said back in when you were working, I'll probably go into this story, but you said when you were, when you were working in hospital, you were helping people. But once, well, you say you were helping people in quotes, but mm. they kept coming back once you discharged them. Um, and sure, isn't yes. that like, doesn't that give people sort of like an insight into it? these things aren't working? It, it should, um, and I think it's starting to. But back when I was sort of head fast in hospitalist work, I think most of us were kind of blind to other options or weren't open to it. I'm not sure, but the, the paradigm is definitely changing. Um, yeah, it's called hospital bounce backs. Mm. And now the hospitals and insurance companies are actually starting to ding. The the insurance companies are starting to ding the hospitals if they have, for example, a congestive heart failure patient bounce back in 30 days, which is insane in itself because the patient could go home and eat a salty meal and put themselves into heart failure. It's not necessarily the responsibility of the doctor or the hospital to prevent a bounce back. But now you have all these patients coming back to the hospital to be readmitted. And this should be a clue that the medications are a Band-Aid that cause other problems for which <laughs> then you need to be treated, which costs a lot of money and makes money for the system. Yeah, 100%. And if, and if you're in that world of being a doctor, you've, I think you mentioned it goes through all, you go through a lot of practices that are sort of um, programming where you're very sleep deprived, you work very long yes. hours, and yes. you're almost... To, you said to step on each other um, to try and get to the top, <laughs> top, the top marks. I mean, to get to yeah. the best positions, and and then almost look look down at anything that's not medical. Can you just talk about that a little bit for us. Yes, absolutely. It's very, it's a doggy dog world, very much so. I mean, we called these we called these medical students and residents that were kind of would suck up to the to teachers and really stay up and want to be the best. We called them gunners mm-hmm. um, that were gunning for number one. And it's very stressful and competitive. I mean, it, you really, they really breed competition, um, you know, as, as I think everyone would probably guess. So yeah, it's, it's difficult, you know, when you're sleep deprived, you're stressed to see anything outside the, the box that you're stuck in, in that world. Um, so, so absolutely. I think that, um, for me, especially, I definitely had adrenal fatigue 
And um, it was hard for me to continue all the way through residency, actually, because I became so sick um, in the last year. So really for me, it's, I think you have to kind of hit rock bottom to be able to, to wake up and see, um, what other options there are out there. Um, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, just anyone who's ever watched I me mean, back. I mean, think I think it was my mum used to be massively into Grey's Anatomy, and I remember watching a few episodes <laughs> of that. And I think it was very much like that on that show where everyone was just trying to do whatever they could to get ahead, um, rather than it was very much self first rather than patient first. If that makes any yes. sort of sense, yeah. Yeah, the system is very sick. You know, it's not about healing. I mean, the, when you walk in a hospital, these grey walls and people hold you down and stick needles in you. They force you to stay beyond your will. They, they, you know, they give you food that really is sick food the whole time you're admitted. It's just the, really it is the opposite of what you would want as a healing entity. You know, when the nurses don't even have time to go to the restroom mm. on their 12 hour shift, that lets you know that we're mistreating people and patients. Yeah. It's, it's every time you think of a hospital, I think most people don't like it because it's quite, it's, I mean, if you think about it, it seems quite, quite cold, quite, Quite a uh, yes. yeah. It's just like yes. It's just, there's nothing there that would be like even healing. If you start somewhere to heal, you think of like a beach, right? Somewhere hot and warm and <laughs> tropical, tropical, fresh air, right. great food. Right. And the hospital, I'd say, is the complete opposite of all those things. Um, and that's <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you'd agree with me, but that's the sort of way I'd say. If I wanted to heal, I'd go somewhere that was had everything to heal and you'd think, oh, go and get some bed rest or go and go and heal in the sun. More but, like a spa. Yeah, Everyone a spa, wants to go yeah. to a spa, wants to go to a spa, right? Right, and, nice and energy. That is, yes, absolutely. In a lot of Eastern um, cultures and in medicine, that is the type of healing that they promote. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, they, we just don't take into account in Western countries that mind, body, spirit are connected, although there are, there are just – a blatant diseases, disease states that show that they are. So um, that's part of the problem with a hospital. It's just for physical healing only. Yeah, and it, yeah, yeah, it, it is. Yeah, I know. And for so for my my experience of going through, uh, I know I went through my own awakening around in about two thousand eight, two thousand nine, and mm-hmm. your, yours happened in two thousand and twelve. Can you just tell us yes. what happened then? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's kind of a little bit of a crazy story, actually. So um, I was, uh, man, I, I back at that time, I had I was making pretty good money as a hospitalist. I was um, had you know hadn't been married that long, and um, you know really thought this is it. I have drive this kind of car. I live on this same block with a mayor. I have the biggest pool on the block. You know, it was, I was very focused on on selfish, egotistical things. And, um, I wasn't well, you know, I was trying to work out every evening on very little sleep, continuing adrenal fatigue. And, um, something weird happened. I started to get anger issues and reactivity issues. I started to have jealousy issues. I started to really have horrible anxiety to the point of almost panic attacks. And it was my liver being overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and adrenal fatigue on top of that. And, um, I went through a pretty nasty divorce, um, after not being very married very long. And I kind of, I, I call it my fall from grace. Um, it's, it's in a very, in a town like Louisville where, you know, most of the people, it was big news. And so, um, at that point in time I had restless leg syndrome. I was up all night waking up, had headaches, all that kind of stuff. And, um, I was almost suicidal whenever I went through my divorce. I really thought that's it. You know, I cared what everyone thought at that point in time. And, um, 
I, you know, I was really close to contemplating this Mm -hmm. and I don't know what happened, but something changed my perspective and it was sort of the way I look at it now is you have to be cracked open Mm -hmm. because that's where the light enters. So it's a quote by, it's a quote by Rumi and it was very much true for me. And, um, when I hit rock bottom, I, (laughs) and still made it here, I was all still living in in everything after my fall, you know, it wasn't as bad as I thought. And then I thought, you know, what, what got me in this position? And then I started having to backtrack and rewind and see how some of my decisions and thought patterns and actions had gotten me where I was and that I couldn't really blame anyone else anymore. And at that point in time, um, I started looking into herbs. I started looking into, you know, actually taking care of myself, being self-loving and um, having so, some actual self-care every day. And so, um, you know, I, it took me a while to step out of the hospital at first because, mm-hmm. you know, that was really um, when you step out of the hospital world as a medical doctor and you go holistic, you're cutting your your salary in, in a f- probably a third. Mm. Um, and so... Um, maybe actually more. So um, I went to a fraction and making what of, of what I was making once I left the hospital, which was fine because I was I was finally happy, and it changed who I was as a person. It it changed what I thought of health. It changed what I thought of myself. Um, it changed how I had treated other people, um, and I really saw the error in my ways. In, in many um, for many years, I had done that um, and acted out of turn, and so um, now. You know, I went and got some extra training. I went and did Gerson therapy training. Um, I got trained in ozone. I got trained in applied kinesiology. And I still try and learn every day. And that's when I started writing, which is my true passion. Mm. And um, it was kind of like my awakening um, was pretty violent and pretty abrupt. But I changed overnight. It was almost like I should have changed my name. And now I have <laughs> all this extra training. And I love what I do. And um, I don't ignore what my heart wants anymore which I was doing before for a long time just to keep up pretenses and appearances. So, yeah, I can, yeah. I can, I can, I can, it's a, it sounds almost like you were from the outside, everything looked rosy, but on the inside it was all falling apart. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that's what a lot of people could You've ticked all the boxes. You've gone through medical school. You're earning good money. You're living on the same road as the mayor. It all looks good. And then, but inside you're the doctor who's meant to be telling people how to be healthy was falling apart. Uh, and that's a story that I've heard countless times from lots of doctors having worked with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. yeah, it's awesome that you, you, uh, that you could listen to yourself and actually go down a different route rather than being stubborn and just hitting your head against the wall for years. Yeah, it's you know I watch a lot of docs do that and be miserable most of their life, and they are are the exact opposite of the epitome of health. You know, mm-hmm. bariatric surgeons who are four hundred pounds, and so we're all just a little bit hypocritical in that field. Yeah. in my opinion. I mean, doctor actually comes from the word teacher. Um, yeah, and I always say to people I've seen, I said, well, what are they teaching you? Oh, nothing. They just gave me a so exactly. So, and that, and that, and that's the, and that's the truth. I mean, in most cases, you go and see a doctor, they don't teach you much. Uh, but when you work with someone like yourself at the moment or any health coaches out there, it's, it's like what you're trying to do. You're trying to liberate people by giving them education into health and listening to their body. And it's mm-hmm. great that, that for someone like yourself who's gone through that journey, it's awesome that people can listen to someone who, who, who's got the knowledge of both sides of the fence, you know, um, because right. it gives them, because a lot of the time they, they sort of see that 
there's alternative or holistic world and then there's like the conventional world and they're sort of against each other um Oh, and they're always going to say, "Oh, one side's going to say this, one side's going to say that." But for someone who's been on both sides and and has seen yes. it both, it's, it's I think it's a very powerful story. Um, and so you mentioned you you it's about 2012, and you went and you you um, did Gerson therapy as much well as other things. Um, so I think you did emotional freedom technique. Is that is that correct? Yes. Yeah. So yes. just for people out there who are not familiar with the Gerson therapy, um, what is Gerson therapy, and what's it like? Who can it help? What's it do? So Gerson therapy is, um, it's a therapy, not a lifestyle. However, in my opinion, um, it could be somewhat incorporated into a lifestyle as well. So it is, the premise is um, juicing coffee enemas and certain natural supplements to help treat cancer um, or autoimmune conditions. So any sort of chronic condition can be treated by Gerson um, because obviously juicing um, is not a bad thing for anyone, mm-hmm. in my opinion. So um, it's it's wonderful because there are so many case studies that we have, and um, I met doctors from around the world who believed like I did. It really ripped my eyes wide open um, to see that there were other options um, that were being hidden from plain, in plain sight, actually. So, um, yeah, I actually just finished up a Gerson patient last night, and um, it's it's a beautiful thing to watch these patients transform their lives um, just by food and hard work and, um, natural supplements like, you know, certain mushrooms or digestive enzymes and probiotics. Um, so really it's, it's an intensive therapy to help treat any sort of chronic condition. However, it can people, anyone can do it just to improve their life and health. Okay. And it, and it concentrates mainly on, uh, you said juicing, um, co- uh, enemas. Coffee enemas. Coffee yes. enemas. And what was the third one? Um, just to start natural supplements. Okay. To help rev up immunity and things like that. Okay. And how long generally, so people, you see people who've got all different sorts of diseases, but how long in general does the therapy last or how is it just as long as it takes? Well, you know, someone, the standard um, care for someone who has cancer is a two-year therapy mm. that's pretty intensive. And so, you know, the, the aggressive therapy where they're at the tip top doing Gerson all day long is 13 juices a day. Cool. And these are a green, ju- a green juice, a carrot apple, and a carrot juice. And those are just about, you know, obviously every hour you're awake. And then, um, you know, the highest coffee enemas we do is four to five coffee enemas with 13 juices. So that's the very aggressive therapy. We have some people on four juices who are very elderly, you know, um, and that would last a couple years. And then they would get bumped down to a maintenance dose of Gerson for the next year after that. Okay, so green juice. I mean, most people know the benefits of having lots of different greens in as a juice, mm-hmm. uh, cleansing, mm-hmm. toxifying, probably uh, also um, chelating, etc. But people people would say, well, carrot and apple apple juice mm-hmm. and carrot juice. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know, but people would say that they're full of sugar, right? Wouldn't that be too bad for you? <laughs> no, um, the difference is that this is all natural um, vegetable or fruit sugar. And we actually, to avoid the sugar in apples, which are normal red apples, we really recommend Granny Smith, mm-hmm. um, who have some different antioxidants in them. And the green apples are obviously much more tart. So um, apples benefit in general as they have pectin in them mm-hmm. and some other antioxidants that can um, help bile move and absorb gallstones. So anybody who has cancer or a chronic condition usually has a compromised or sluggish liver 
So that's one of the areas we're hitting with the green apples. The carrots, they do have some natural sugar in them, but it's only sugar from juices. You know, the rest of the Gerson therapy really um, promotes um, plant-based um, it's vegan diet. Okay. So, you know, it's not like any sort of processed sugar. Yeah. Okay. And so, and people are getting all the nutrients they need from these. Do you use anything else to stimulate liver? Things like milk thistle, maybe um, sarsaparilla, anything like yes. that? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. We have a whole list of Gerson supplements that mm-hmm. include anything from natural thyroid supplement to rev up metabolism while we're putting in juices and detoxing enemas, you know, to, to move the cancerous cells out to, we have digestive enzymes to milk thistle, um, to turkey tail mushroom, Mm -hmm. which helps fight cancer. So there is a whole list of Gerson supplements that we can incorporate into this regimen. Awesome. And it's, and it's a, so it's a holistic therapy based on, um, juicing and whole foods. And, and you also use, um, Applied muscle testing and neuroemotional yes. training. Is that, was that all part of the therapy? Uh, no, it's not actually. I went and did that separately on my own. Okay. But um, it does help sometimes when you've got kind of a issue that you may not, you have an idea about, you're not sure. If you can actually physically see the patient in person to muscle test them, um, that can be of great benefit if there's a question that you're not sure of. Um, the, the issue with Gerson is it's all via telecommunications now. Mm-hmm. So it's all via Zoom or Skype. So I don't have the luxury usually of seeing the patient to muscle test them. Right. Okay. And so what is this for people out there? What is a muscle test? Right. So applied kinesiology or muscle testing or a neuroemotional technique is um, a very uh, rigorous, actually, training that we go through that shows how you can elicit the truth from the body um, that's not in the consciousness yet. And I explain this to people by saying, you know, your body has an intelligence that you don't know about. You don't realize when insulin is being released from your cells to help take blood sugar into the cells. You don't realize if there's a tumor in your body. If a computer had this problem, we'd say it had a virus. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's something that your body knows that you don't. So we can actually muscle test the body by posing not questions, but statements to the body about um, any sort of hidden emotions, any sort of pain in the body. And then a well-trained practitioner can see when when they can't hold their arm up against pressure that they are not telling the truth to themselves and it is, it is so there's anyone, actually is some think studies is, yeah does anyone ever say does anyone come to say this is just quack stuff this is woo woo oh yeah absolutely you're a medical doctor and you're acting like this what are you doing absolutely people say this to me be careful with using your platform in the right way you know i hear this all the time yeah but, you know, the things that I've experienced myself when I went to neuroemotional training and what I've seen and then the studies that are getting ready to be published on it that are very close do show that there is merit to it. And there's a lot of chiropractors and naturopathic doctors already doing this throughout the United States with great success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can imagine. So it comes from is, – it's one of the tests I think I, I see people do uh, muscle testing. So it's almost – Frequency. I was actually reading. I don't know if you've heard of. Uh, have you heard of DNR site? Have you heard of electric um, light energized solutions? Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah. I was mm-hmm. reading some stuff on them today. Actually, phenomenal. Have you ever used them before? No, I haven't. Mm. I just know about it. But yeah, yeah. yeah that's probably a good topic for another day. But they're phenomenal. <laughs> but it's. Um, um, yeah, they they use muscle testing, so it's almost like holding holding something in your in your hand, and mm-hmm. 
if if your body's weak, if you push it down, it's weak. Your body is against it. Um, if it stays strong, it's something your body will have. Is, is that very, very simple terms of it? Very simple, yes. And we what I what, we didn't learn that yet. Um, it's probably in the next training I'll get. But okay. what I've learned is just hold the arm out and I, and ask and just state statements to the body. You know, it can be about money or love or pain or you know anything. It could be about anything. And the body really you really cannot hold the muscle. Hold your arm up if if there's any sort of um, lie that you're not sure of there. Yeah. Oh, cool. So, uh, so it's yeah, it's different. And you also, I mean, I want to get into a couple of these different things, but you're also a big proponent of ozone. Can you just tell yes. people what what this is and who it can help. I mean, in my opinion, it's it's absolutely phenomenal. Um, <laughs> it, it's one of the things that I think it, it even it even works against. Um, was antibiotic resistant strains if i'm correct so to just go into yes. about what it is and, and what, what people can use it for absolutely so ozone is o3 instead of o2 so it's three oxygens connected rather than two oxygens like what we breathe in the air it's actually what does protect the earth the ozone layer so it's quite protective in the right if it's used in the right way and the reason it is illegal in the united states is because um you know, the medical boards say that it is a reactive oxygen species that's an irritant with when breathed, which is true. You should not have oxygen from an ozone generator or, excuse me, ozone from an ozone generator being dispersed into the air for respiratory, it can cause respiratory problems. Mm -hmm. But when bubbled into a medium like olive oil, hemp oil, coconut oil, or used in the blood or used as insufflation in certain cavities in the body, it absolutely is healing. I've seen it cure Lyme disease. I've seen it treat cancer. I've seen it treat all these chronic conditions because what is the, what the problem is now we have so much. As, sorry, as a cream or as a blood work as in the blood? In the blood for, for Lyme disease. Yeah. And that's called major autohemotherapy, which mm -hmm. is where we take the blood out. We inject the bag with oxygen or ozone, excuse me. And you watch the blood turn from maroon to bright cherry red because it's very oxygenated now. Mm -hmm. And then we, we drip the blood back into the patient. Mm. And so, you know, a lot of problems um, and chronic conditions now are caused by low oxygen in an anaerobic state. And so a lot of people do not have the oxygen content that they should have to fight disease. disease. Even Otto Warburg, you know, came out and won the, won, won the Nobel Peace Prize for, dis for discovering that. Um, you know, no cancer can live in an oxygenated environment. Mm -hmm. So that's the basis behind ozone and hyperbaric oxygen chambers together. Um, and so ozone also, when bubbled into, you know, medium like olive oil, can be used as a, as a first aid um, remedy <clears throat> to heal wounds and sc scabs and scars, wrinkles, uh, eczema, psoriasis, and works very, very well in all those conditions. Um, and then the other way to use it, which Gerson uses it, is insufflation. So we encourage Gerson patients to buy an ozone generator from Longevity is who we think is very reputable um, company out of Canada. And they're probably anywhere from five to $8,000. Um, what you can do is fill up an empty bag, a sterile bag with ozone. So it looks like air and then hold it in the rectal cavity or vaginal cavity, ear cavity um, for five minutes. And the benefit of that is if you have someone with colon cancer, you're getting the ozone to the exact place where the tumor is. Um, so that's, and so, yeah. so, so that's longevity.com, is it? Yes. Okay. Uh, and so, sorry, carry on. I just want some of the listeners can just know where, where they can look and, and things like that. So you sure. hold it, you say you hold it to, 
you hold it for five minutes mm -hmm. as long as you can. Of course, this is going to be air. It's a gaseous substance, so it's going to be a little harder to hold, but everyone just do their best. Um, and, you know, the, if there's anyone wants to read more, there is a lot of information on Dr. Frank Schellenberger's website mm -hmm. is who I trained. That's who I trained under for ozonotherapy. So he's um, the premier medical doctor in the country that teaches classes to everyone else about ozone and has done a lot of research on it. So that one more time, Dr. Dr. Frank Schellenberger. Schellenberger. Yes. Cool. cool. <laughs> yeah. So that's a nice site to read up on a lot of ozone information. Oh, awesome. And and this is something that you say, oh, Gerson, um, uh, promote it for. They ask their patients to get to get it themselves. Um, have you have, have you had it on? Have you tested it yourself? Tested what? I'm sorry. Have you had it yourself? The, the ozone. Ozone. Therapy? No. You know what? I've had um, ozone. Obviously, I've used ozone ozonated oils because mm -hmm. I I have them on my website. I believe in them so much. But um, I've drank ozone water. I've um, done rectal insufflation with ozone, but I have not done major autohemotherapy, which is where we draw the blood out and okay. put ozone in it and put it back. Would Would you? I mean, is it only for sick people? Or can anyone do it for increased health? Anyone can do it. Um, the, here's the issue is it's a pro-oxidant, meaning there's a reactive oxygen species. It forms hydrogen peroxide, which is H2O2, and then one oxygen is left as a reactive oxygen species. Now, um, people, critics of ozone therapy will say that's a reactive oxygen um, you know, species that is a pro-oxidant, not an antioxidant. So this is the basis for not using a vitamin C IV near ozone therapy. Um, however, you know, nitrogen, um, ni nitric oxide is also pro-oxidant. Nitric oxide is very important for dilating blood vessels and we all need that. And so the balance between antioxidants and, uh, pro-oxidants is what's important. So yeah, definitely healthy people can go get this. It's not something I would recommend, you know, twice a week though. Everything no. in balance. No, no. <laughs> so it's, um, something you'd use maybe, I don't know once or twice a year or would it be more than that yeah yeah absolutely you know and yeah absolutely and if you're ill and with a chronic condition or you know a virus like something like lyme disease um herpes all uh, all these different conditions it's excellent for eradicating viruses yeah epibar so, virus things bacteria. like that oh yeah epstein barvar absolutely yeah people absolutely. i think most i, I, I don't know it's uh Thing I think it might be you. I think you were talking about it before. Quite a lot of people talking about it, talking about it as well as like I think a lot of the population, um, especially UK and the US, uh, have got underlying viral conditions that they just don't know yes. about. Um, yes. Yeah, especially epiviral virus. I think it's just uh, almost an epidemic of it. Um, so anything that can help with that. And you say it's oh, yeah. you say it's phenomenal for limes as well, which is which is huge. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So, I've seen it really, really, really knock out Lyme. Oh, well, absolutely. That's awesome. So, so you've so this is what you do now. But in but in between, when you were still in the hospital, when you were still working, and you've been and done some of of these uh, trainings, you've been to Gerson and stuff. Mm -hmm. Did you say that mm -hmm. you had a period where? You were, you were, because there's a few stories that I wouldn't mind. This, this, this is known because this is how 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 it works. I think you were talking about you got reprimanded a few times at the hospital for taking the knowledge you've been learning and 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 like put put it into practice. I think you mentioned a couple of different ones. One with a guy who had uh, Chagas disease. Is it with parasites? And another one. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I got myself in trouble in the hospital quite a bit because I was wide awake um, and seeing you know 
<laughs> all the things they were doing in the hospital to really keep people in a chronic condition. You know, there's no profit in health. There's no profit in death. There's profitability mm-hmm. in a chronic illness where you keep coming back. So, you know, this 21-year-old kid with Chagas disease, which is a parasite mm-hmm. um, that usually is in Central and South America. And he was sick. I mean, he was addicted to opiates. He'd come in and get allotted every single time, which is so, 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 so addictive. And so I went in his room and shut the door and said, you really, really, really need to have parasite testing. You really need to do a gut cleanse. You really need to do this and that with your diet. And, you know, where I get in trouble is I would write it in the chart. I would be so I would be so upset that no one had told this kid who's now an opiate addict that there's another route or, you know, that this patient has been on this proton pump inhibitor, which is an acid blocker like Nexium or Prilosec for, you know, two years when the package insert says they should not be on it longer than three months. And I would write these things in the electronic medical record in the chart. And so then the, you know, head of the hospitalist would come and sit me down. You, hey, you can't work for us anymore if you write that. The primary care doctor saw the chart and they're the ones who wrote the prescription for two years. And so it's like everyone was covering, excuse my French, but everyone was covering everyone else's ass. Mm-hmm. And no one was worrying about what the correct and ethical thing to do was in these situations for these patients. Yeah. They just say, Jessica, you know, that we know the medical system's really messed up. So, you know, I wanted to look them straight in the eyes and say, so you continue to perpetuate it. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's madness. It's madness. And this is this is something that we're talking about as well. And this is why I think it's it's weird because we were talking about it a little bit before where doctors. I, was, I think I talked about it with. Uh, I don't know if you know Ter- uh, Terry Tiller. We're talking about he he had a few friends. He works with cancer people with cancer, and he's mm-hmm. saying he's had a few doctors um, like yourself. Uh, even though they know it's, they know what they're doing is wrong, or they know it's saying wrong, or there's better ways to do things. They're just afraid because they're on four hundred or three hundred k a year, and to yep. go and do something else, to take a third of their salary, it's a big, it's a big, it's a big decrease, right? Yeah, absolutely. But at some point, these people have to, you know, it's a little bit like selling your soul. Mm-hmm. At some point, you have to ask what is the right thing to do because you're basing your decisions off a system of fiat money that was made up. It's, it doesn't exist unless we play the game. True. Um, and and if in a different reality where money never exists, no one would ever worry about that. Yeah. I mean, and so, although it's it's reality now, but I mean, you they have to live with it. These people, this system is dying. People are going to have to figure out another way. The doctors are frightened for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's that's a. That's, I mean, yourself, you still got the MD title, correct? Yes. Yeah, and yes. so have you not had any run into any problems, um, or had friends take away or be sued or anything like that because you're now no. no? No, not at all. No, because you're sort um, of you're so you're holistic now, and you're, you're prescribing holistic treatments, but you're still got that MD behind your name. I didn't know if that it can because I've I've heard talking to other interviewing other doctors before. They said they've mentioned that people obviously if if you start coming out with different theories, it, they can people can start, start discrediting you. They can um, oh yeah, sort of like oh, yeah. career suicide. I mean, it can be. I will tell you that I think in a different time and and place. That would have been that would have been a big fear of mine. But I think that things have changed so much and the system has been blown wide open and exposed so much that it's gonna be really hard to discredit someone who who wants to speak truth or look at down different avenues. I mean, the patients are really fed up. I mean, they're really fed up. Mm-hmm. They want you know, everyone wants a different route. Oh yeah. I even think the doctors in the hospitals feel trapped. 
Yeah, I think it's just. I think it's just as you say, it's like them protecting. It's I mean, it's a capitalist society, right? It's just them protecting yes. their products and their income. Uh, Absolutely. And so they'll do whatever they can to to do that. Um, yeah. Uh, so it's, it's it's quite interesting that that no well you're, you're it's good I mean it's very it's very brave of you I've got to say to, to do what you're doing and it's just very good that you, no one's actually come out and uh, hmm. well you're not even you, you <laughs> might you might be on the radar with a few people but if, as long as they haven't yeah that's good that's really good so so how can how do you so if someone wanted to get in contact with you Jess Jessica how would people do that I mean you got Skype consultations etc. Yes, I do. Um, that's probably the biggest thing right now, you know, I, I do my products, which I really put my heart and soul in and very passionate about. And then, you know, on my website, there's a contact sheet. So, you know, I get random questions from people. I get Skype consult requests. Um, and I really try to answer all of them that I can, um, in a reasonable amount of time anyway. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's the best way to get a hold of me. I try and be pretty accessible via social media and on my website. No, awesome. And what's what's next in the pipeline for you? What's next for me? Yeah. <laughs> um, hopefully, I would really love to be on the circuit speaking at certain um, events. And um, really, I would love to get some interviews. I'd love to continue podcasts and TV show interviews. Um, continue broadening my horizons as far as the supplement lines go and continue to create ethical and sustainable products for people just to show them there is a different way. So I'm hoping to get more into media. Um, we will see, but, uh, I, and I'd love to write a book in the near future. Yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, I think that'd be good for your products and just having to look on your website right now. People sure. want to get them. Um, What's your, you say, so you've got Codon Master, Heavy Metal Master, Hormone Master, the oils. So the Coconut Master, that, are they, oh no, the Ozone Master, is that, they've all been treated with um, ozone therapy, correct? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Just lost so, you a little bit there. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes, I know. Can you hear me now? Yeah, it's a little bit weaker, but it's all okay. good. Yeah, go for it. Okay. So, uh, you asked about the ozone? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, the ozone, um, absolutely, we actually uh, work closely with longevity. So, um, you know, those are always um, high-quality products that I really believe in. And um, we've come out with a bunch of different ozone products, actually. We have hemp, we have coconut, we have uh, olive oil and jojoba. So, we have a lot now. Okay. And what ones... What would say if people were going to say why would someone pick olive oil or jojoba or hemp? What one would what one does what? Because this is well, something that I've started to recommend for some of my clients as well. Just so because people are always interested in and they would be like, well, what one should I use? Just out of curiosity. Right. So they're all very good. Um, it just depends on what you like. You know, some people love olive oil. I love the coconut personally because you can you can oil pull with it. Mm -hmm. um, so. Uh, that's what's important. I love that, that you can put it in your mouth and swish it around and you can use, even dentists now are using ozone. So I prefer coconut for that reason. Jojoba is closest to, um, human skin. And so that is a very absorbable formula as well. Um, but you know, hemp is great. It holds the ozone probably the best. Um, and I am all for incorporating more hemp into the world and what we use on a daily basis. I think hemp could actually save the world. So 
those are my top favorites. But one is not better than the other, I would say. No, oh, awesome. Okay. I'm just reading it out here. It says it's uh, helpful in beating out viruses, treating acne, psoriasis, and eczema. Um, and it also protects the Earth's atmosphere and our bodies, which is really, really good. Okay, Jessica, just for everyone yeah. listening, Jessica's actually got a hair appointment. And so she just why the change. <laughs> that, that's why the uh, the sound quality just, just dropped a little bit there. But she's actually going off. So she's really good to fit oh, us in today good. and listen to her story. But um, thanks very much, Jessica for um, taking the time out to speak to us today uh, everyone jump on over to www.drjess.com um, and it's yeah. also you also work with another practice is that correct I think we just lost you there Jess you actually work for another practice as well there's another website that you can be found on what's that one yes so I work at um, right now I work at Green Earth Medicine Clinic as a medical marijuana doctor and we do cancer consults there I also work at To Be Well Clinic, and that is at tobewell.net. You work, so, you're working um, with medical marijuana. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. Uh, we might have to get you on a call again to talk about that. <laughs> because that's a, that's a, another thread that needs to be pulled. Okay, Joyce, thank you very much. Right. Yeah, thank you very much. I'll let, I'll let you go because I know you're driving, etc. And, um, yeah, I'll, uh, have a great day. Yes. Thank you, Ryan, for having me on. Thank you so much, everyone. No worries. Bye-bye, Jess. Bye-bye. So there we are, guys. That was Dr. Jessica Petros. And what an amazing story. I think, I mean, I hope once again it has just shown you that there are quite a few doctors these days even stepping out from their learning. I mean, Jessica went through a lot of medical training, seven years of medical school, hundreds of thousands of dollars put into education and even then she still couldn't say oh you know what I'm just going to carry on doing this I mean as she said there it comes to a sort of a moral a moral a moral compass got in the way she wasn't seeing the, the results with her patients that she expected then she got ill herself and went through her, her own health issues which happens to a lot of people in this industry um, and it's then that you start searching for different answers and although people talk about medical studies and etc i always say medical studies after the 1950s a lot of them are irrelevant because they've been bought and paid for by big pharma and carried out by scientists that are in their pocket and you know what i'm going to keep on saying this um it's going to be something probably become one of my 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 catchphrases the truth is what works and that can be different for for different people but in holistic terms well you might have one protocol one principle um that really works for you, but there are quite a lot of areas that everyone um, should should be in, should be standing in terms of their health. Um, there's obviously little nuances. Everyone has a few things different, but the mainstays of staying away from chemicals, eating organic food, having clean water, having enough sleep, exercising, getting daily sunlight, etc., etc., etc. These are all things, and hopefully, Jessica's story there has explained a lot to you. And it's actually 
maybe opened your mind a little bit more to someone who's actually been in that industry for her it must have been very very difficult to step out of that industry uh taking a lot there's so many people who say it's about success as well um and and it's the same with with a lot of things you've got to have staying power you've got to have patience you've got to have belief in in your ability because otherwise you will just carry on towing the party line um and it's gonna be very easy for jessica to do that carry on taking 300 to 400 thousand pounds a year big house in it's living on the same street as a mayor but for her to step away from that because she knew what the truth was takes a lot of courage and hopefully as you say the changes are coming slowly but surely and hopefully we get we'll get a lot more information out to people um like yourself like innocents like yourself to keep on giving you the confidence and the knowledge and the power to to question things to take your health into your own hands and to really start living the life that you love and the life you want to live okay guys so Next interview we've got lined up. We've actually got a couple lined up. Um, so I don't know which one I'll be doing first. It may be, um, all about glyphosate. Uh, it may be all about fluoride. Um, it may be all about the power of the mind. I've got three powerful interviews lined up with three different experts. And I'm not sure which we're going to get on yet. So as soon as I know, you'll know. And as always, jump on over to www.reviveyourself.co and read all the articles we've got there if you're interested in about health. Um, loads of videos there for you. Um, and if you've got a health issue that you need need or would like to talk to someone about, click on the contact, send me a message, I'll get back to you as soon as possible. And if you've got any gut issues, then don't be afraid to download my free Hidden Health Paradigm um, that guide and it'll be straight to your inbox as soon as you um, put in your email and your name etc it goes straight to you it's a free guide that you can get um also be jumping on youtube channel quite a lot so look out for our revive yourself youtube channel where i'll be dropping a lot more in-depth videos about those topics otherwise guys as always stay happy stay healthy and i'll speak to you soon if you're struggling with gut issues such as gas bloating constipation diarrhea indigestion heartburn and want to finally be able to eat the foods you love without the crippling after effects then don't forget to head over to reviveyourself.co and pick up your free copy of the healing health paradigm today